This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network America relies on. This is The New Way We Work from Fast Company Magazine, where we take listeners on a journey through the changing landscape of our work lives and explain exactly what we need to build the future we want. I'm Fast Company Deputy Editor, Kate Davis. Nobody's life looks the same as it did two years ago. In the early days and months of the pandemic, many of us took up new hobbies and habits. Jigsaw puzzles, sourdough bread making, binge watching, long walks in nature, 7 p.m. cheer for essential workers. Like a lot of parents, I attempted to bring a sense of order to the chaos by creating a color-coded schedule for my then preschooler. Unsurprisingly, it didn't last. But as the pandemic wore on, we created new routines like walks in the woods near our new home. So now, as the remaining pandemic restrictions lift and offices reopen and life settles a little bit more into a quote-unquote new normal, it's a good time to look at what pandemic habits we want to keep and which ones we want to drop. So first, the habits to drop. Number one, worrying about things you can't control. Anxiety and depression rates spiked over 30% during the pandemic, and understandably so, our lives were defined by uncertainty. Nearly everything about what we could do, where we could go, and who we could see was out of our control for the past two years. Now we know what measures we can take to keep ourselves and our families safe and healthy, but life will always contain uncertainty, and so in order to get back to living, we have to become more comfortable with not knowing. To help live in the moment, experts suggest looking forward to a more hopeful future or looking back at a time when things were worse than they are now to give yourself some perspective. Number two, measuring yourself by old standards of success. It's in the title of this show, The New Way We Work. Work has changed because the world has changed and we have changed with it. And so as we head back into the office, we can think about how we use the office, how often we go in, and how we interact with the people we work with. For many of us, what is important about work has also changed, including your job or your ambition to climb the career ladder. One bad habit that many of us have gained during this prolonged period of remote work is replacing the boundaries that a commute and time in the office used to give us with longer work hours and more blurring between work life and home life. This is a habit we should drop for our own well-being. Number three, unhealthy coping mechanisms. We all have some not-so-great habits that we've excused in ourselves over the last two years. Whether you stopped exercising, started watching more TV, lost touch with friends, or started drinking more, it's a good time to take a look at what habits you formed to get you through and drop the ones that aren't healthy. For example, before the pandemic, I took yoga classes several times a week at the Y. At first, I tried to replace them with yoga videos at home, but after a few months, I got bored and replaced those with popcorn and streaming shows. My body aches and I need to get out of the house more, but there aren't as many yoga class offerings here, so I've started to supplement them with tap dance classes instead. This episode of The New Way We Work is brought to you by Verizon, the network you can rely on for your phone and for your home internet. Find the plan that's right for you at verizon.com. Now, the habits to keep. Number one, protecting your worth and well-being. Many of us have realized how burned out we were from the frantic pace of work. This time also crystallized what people need to feel supported and valued at work, and employees have started to demand those things. 
like more money, a title change, more flexibility. Speaking up and advocating for what you need at work and making your own well-being a priority is a habit that we should take long after the great resignation is no longer a buzzword. Number two, showing vulnerability. As I talked about on a recent episode about making friends at work, you build stronger relationships with people when you let them into your life a little bit. The pandemic threw a lot of challenges at everyone, and as those walls between personal struggles and, quote, professional life came down a bit, we were able to give each other more compassion. Pandemic restrictions and quarantines may have lifted, but our caregiving and other complications of life will continue. Letting your colleagues into your struggles and making space for theirs will make work life more humane. Number three, increasing transparency and trust. Before 2020, there was a call for more transparency and accountability from leadership. But like many other things, the pandemic pushed it forward. Because there were so many changes unfolding so quickly in the last two years, executives were more transparent, detailed, and honest with employees than they had been before. If you're in a leadership position, you should commit to maintaining that habit of open communication practices as your employees return to the office. And as many people continue to work remotely, good, clear communication and trust, i.e. not micromanaging, will help keep employees happy in their jobs. Number four, trusting your problem-solving skills. No matter what line of work you're in, you have likely had to figure out some problems in the last two years. How will your team collaborate remotely? How can you turn a live conference into a webinar? How can you juggle full-time work and remote school? Reflecting on how much you've accomplished, even if your accomplishment is that you kept going, can help you fuel positive momentum going forward. Don't lose sight of what you can do. We've all faced challenges and have lived to tell the tale. It would be a shame not to learn from what we've been through and take those skills that got us through it forward into the future. And finally, number five, healthy coping mechanisms. While we all likely picked up some bad habits to get us through the last few years, many of us have also made changes both big and small that have improved the quality of our lives. Take a look at what those have been for you. Daily lunchtime walks, family dinners, weekly virtual meetups with far-flung friends, and make sure to include them in your life even if you're returning to the office. The pandemic isn't over, but we are now creating our new normal and bringing our new selves into the future with us. And that's all for this episode. If you're a new listener, be sure to subscribe to The New Way We Work wherever you listen. And if you like this episode, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. And we want to hear from you. What pandemic habits do you want to keep as you go back to the office? Email us at podcast at fastcompany.com or tweet us with the hashtag The New Way We Work. Some of the tips from today's episode came from two Fast Company articles, Six Pandemic Work Habits We Shouldn't Lose in Our New Normal by Gwen Moran and Three Pandemic Habits to Drop in 2022 by Stephanie Voza. We'll include links to those articles in the show notes for this episode. The New Way We Work is produced by Joshua Christensen with editing by Nicholas Torres. 